You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data from Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware. Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. Every single person on the show. You ready? Yeah! Yo! It is another edition mm. of the High Hopes Podcast. I just learned that Jack Fritz does an amazing Kermit the Frog infraction. I feel like I learn a new thing about Jack Fritz every day. How you doing, James? <laughs> What's up, Kermit? All right, this is the Brian Price Emergency Podcast. <laughs> Uh, for me, it's the Brian Price Emergency Podcast. Like a, sure. Like a, for, I thought you said it was the Robert Stock Emergency I Podcast. I have many thoughts on Robert Stock. I, I am very, 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 very excited for the Robert Stock era. Of course you are. If I'm this excited for Robert Stock, imagine when they sign Gary Cole. But here's the thing. <laughs> it's like I get so bored with the big moves. Like, you know, the big moves are great. They're good. I'm a little moves guy. <laughs> oh, man. Because I can talk myself into like these guys. That, that's, that's a shirt or something. I'm a little moves guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I just uh, give me all feed me the little moves, feed me the value moves, value with the margins, feed me the moves that are like you know what, prove that I'm a good GM. Jack right? is always on the scout for the next Max Muncy. That's just all I care about. You can find it. That's all I care about. I literally wake up in the morning, say, "Are we going to find our Max Muncy today?" <laughs> and I, <laughs> I will not sleep. Until we find our Max Muncy. It's a bit of a bit of a problem with that analogy or metaphor you just used with yeah. the. I wake up every day and then I will not sleep. It, it well, it's, little contradictory. Well, it's because I don't remember even sleeping. <laughs> All right, let's get into it because there is a lot to get into. Um, also, obviously, you know, <laughs> a lot has happened since we last potted, including the freaking Nationals mm. winning the World Series. Yeah, not psyched. Yeah, I I just resigned to the fact that they were going to win, like in the Dodgers. Teams. Yeah, like they they just felt had, special. Yeah, they just had the look. I will say. My buddy I was watching with last night, when it was like, it wasn't quite 6 yet, I think it was 4-2, he's like, so who's going to be the MVP for the Nats? And I went, A.J. Hinch. That is the worst managerial decision I have ever, one of the worst. Let's yeah, not, and Buck Showalter one, did. one of the worst managerial decisions I've ever seen to go with Will Harris over Garrett Cole there, or even over Osuna, if you're going to bring Osuna in early, but like to go Will Harris there, and especially if you bring Cole in, bring your best guy in and see what he could give you, see if he could be Madison Bumgarner. Like, what are you doing? It was a 2-1 game. Yeah. I Just a, a absolute, I, I don't think A.J. Hinch is good anymore. I'm out on A.J. Hinch. Out on Hinch, wow. Yeah. Was he just campaigning to get the Mets job? Is I don't know. R- Richard Justice did write the he's the greatest manager of all time piece right before, so didn't age well. 
Before Game 7? <laughs> yeah, no, it was before the series, I think. Why? I don't know. Why would you write that? I don't know. That doesn't even make any sense. That doesn't make any sense right. And then, and then Garrett Cole, after the game, being like, I'm no longer an employee. I loved it. Why? Oh, It was like, feed that in my veins. You had a great tweet, too, where you're like, thank you, Astros, for saving Garrett Cole's arm He's, for the Phillies. I, I appreciate it. I thought that was a, a <laughs> fantastic tweet. I appreciated it. But, and we'll, we'll get into Brian Price in a sec. Real quick, I just want to, while we're on the, the Nationals winning the World Series, and you tweeted this, and I just, I know the High Hopes listeners know this because they're smart, but I feel it's our duty your duty, my duty, the High Hopes listeners' duty to when it comes up to educate people that the Phillies were not winning the World Series this year no matter what they did. If I hear one more, well, you got to get the wild card. Look, they won it. They were the wild card. They were the best team in baseball from May on. They are clearly way more talented than this Phillies team was this year, including having three freaking ace-level pitchers at the top of their rotation. Please stop it. If they don't, they don't. It was incredibly stupid. We all killed McPhail and the team for what they did, for their strategy. You and I both believe they should try and make the playoffs. That matters. But stop. <laughs> Please stop. I can't deal with it. That's my. So if you run into someone out there who has this take, I'm talking to you, Jody Camera. Tell them they're wrong. Okay, that is my PSA for today. Yeah, I mean it's 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 absolutely insane. It's actually crazy, man. And like, listen, if you here's what it boils down to, is that if we don't, we don't ended up being the right strategy. I know at the time it was stupid, and for him to say that is obviously dumb. For him to say that was like was, malpractice. Was, was, was yeah. dumb. It was very dumb. And I still would have signed Keiko, and I, me too. I would have traded a fringe prospect for a minor upgrade. But like, going in on this team just would not have would not have been the smart move. So it wouldn't have been. It's I fine. agree. So, we said that at the time. Yeah, and like, dude, uh, like if you're objectively sitting there being like, oh, well, their game two starter was who? Oh, it was Strasburg. Ours would have been Drew Smiley <laughs> yeah. or or some crap like that. Drew like, Smiley. Like, are you kidding me? I know. And then like to, to, to get back to the Juan Soto, but it is it is so classic Philadelphia that we get Bryce Harper, yep. we talk all this crap, and then they win the freaking world. It game. is it is the most Philadelphia thing that could ever happen, and that is also a narrative that I'm. We're going to hear for a long time. Oh, it, Ewing theory. <laughs> yep, yeah. I know. Screw you. It's so annoying. I know. You know so, I, listen, you know I can't handle anything. I can't handle I any takes. So, yeah, I know. So, I know. You have a very thin skin with these. Yeah, I can't handle it. No. So I have to pretend my, I have to uh, uh, protect my baby. I know. I. It's not. Bryce, 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 trust tree, we love you. Yeah. You are loved. Yeah, he did the right thing. You did the right thing. Screw them. Also, like, I'm so mad at Nationals fans because this has been, like, one of the lowest-rated World Series in the last, like, decade, and it's because no one cares. Yep. And it's because you're a transplant town, mm-hmm. and no one cares about your baseball your team. team's only been in existence for 20 years or whatever it is. Like, 2005, not even yeah, 20 not years. not even 20 years. Like, come on, 15 years of 14 years of existence? Yeah. I mean... Come on. Well, it's just annoying. It's just annoying to me. It's like, so like annoying. you, you are single handedly helping drag down the narratives around the sport. Like, because it was a good series. I know it, it was. was a- it was. It was an outstanding series. And and until they pulled away in Game Seven, it was a super intense, fun game to watch. It yeah. really was. But yeah. it's just like, man, the the thing that sucked the most about the whole World Series was like, oh my god, they're so far away. Like the Phillies are so far. Like they're they're <laughs> far away. Well, and the other part that sucked is is seeing all these young stars on other teams, especially a team that's in your own division. I mean, Juan Soto, really? That guy's going to be there for the next decade or whatever? I mean, although he just he did just start drinking, so maybe he's going <laughs> to put on some weight. He, he said Let's he had just, some quote like, 
I'm trying to drink everything right now. I was like, oh, Juan, oh, Juan, <laughs> relax. Juan, okay. Juan, buddy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Juan Soto. And- I mean, Anthony Rendon is is Manny Ramirez. I mean, he's like the best right-hand hitter since Manny Ramirez. I, I Like, potentially the best right-hand hitter since Manny Ramirez. Oh, other than Trout, obviously. And Pools. Yeah, and Pools. He, uh, the point is the next. I shouldn't have said that. Like, he feels like that type of guy. That type of guy was just like a brilliant, pure hitter. And he just... Always gonna hit for the next decade. That guy's just gonna hit. He he always gets the back breaking hit every single time. Try, like in clutch well, game six and seven, he's one of like three players ever to homer in game six and seven of World Series. <laughs> he's just such a tank, dude. He's such a tank. I think he's that good. I think he's that good hitter. Listen, John, spend everything you got on Cole, Cole and, and, Rendon, and Rendon, and then all of a sudden they're not as far away as as no. we said. If you if you spent all the money on those two, then like you don't spend them for the next you know couple years. Spending basically like close to a billion dollars in two off seasons. It'd be crazy. It'd be, It'd be, unpre- awesome. well, it'd be unprecedented. But. Yeah. It's also what they need. I mean, Sadly. Win now, right, Matt Klentak? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're here to win now. <laughs> All right, let's get into Whatever some of the means. stuff that's happened. You know, screw the Nats. Sign Rendon. Steal him away. Take another national away. I wonder, I really oh. wonder, I wonder where he's going to go. I can see them winning the World Series and being like... Yeah, by the way, it was a crime for me not to mention Pulis. But I was really trying to say, like, I think Rendon is the next in that line. Like, of, like, just, like, a pure, great right-handed hitter. Anyway. I don't know. Like, I wonder if their philosophy, um, their philosophy as in Strasburg and Rendon, is going to be like, we won here. I love it. Let's move on. And I can't tell if it's going to be that or, like, I don't think they're going to... I just don't think they're not going to come back. Oh, both of them? Strasburg yeah. and, and... I think I think Rendon's going to go to Houston. I could totally see that. And then they trade oh, Correa. Are you kidding me? Stop. Sign Rendon, move Bregman to shortstop, trade Correa, sign Zach Wheeler. And they're just winning another one. Back in it. Yeah. Until A.J. Hinch doesn't. Well, yeah, A.J. Hinch will lose it for him. <laughs> Joe Girardi over A.J. Hinch, we win that matchup. <laughs> Super. <laughs> All right, let's get uh, to some of the stuff that happened to the Phillies this week. We'll get to Price in a second, but but speaking of Girardi real quick, we haven't talked since the press conference. Yeah. I want to say, like, the best introductory press conference I can remember, but it's really the best since Bryce Harper, but those two are the best I can remember in a long time. Yeah, well, for such a bad press conference <laughs> two weeks prior. Well, it's unbelievable. It's like you like the worst press conference we've seen to one of the better ones. And also, of course, coming in off of the way Gabe speaks to the media and that whole thing, Girardi was just perfect. He was so refreshing. Yeah, he he knocked it out of the park. Knocked and, it and out like of the park. he just he just seemed like such a good genuine dude. Genuine's um, a good word for it. That was the word I, I used. There was well. a good amount of uh like say this. Well, fluff in there. Yeah, well, oh, for sure. The bullpen ERA. and Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they definitely, like, gave him some bullet points. Hey, Joe, could you kind of hit these for us? And he definitely went a little overboard with the the Phillies of the winning, you know, the yeah. winning franchise. Real winning you tradition. You mentioned, like, the winning teams of the 90s. There was one, Joe. Only one. One team in the 90s that won. Only one. Yeah. But I appreciated the effort there. Yeah. <laughs> but if Gabe did it, everyone's having a meltdown. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. But the way the way that he delivered it was good. Everything he, he felt genuine, and I just I think I just think that for the common baseball fan in this town, to them they feel like they got a manager, a baseball guy, a guy they can believe in. And like I don't think you're gonna see the fans give up on a team as quickly as you saw under Gabe. I agree with you. 
I agree. I, people just gave up on those teams because they, no one believed in Gabe Kapler. Yeah, as fans, and no one showed up. I mean, if this team's in first place next year, people are going to show up. Yeah, and look, it's a great point, and he just he seemed real with us. Uh, that was yeah. something I said to you a lot with Gabe, where, where it was just just be real, just treat us like we're actual human beings that you're talking to, and not you know some automaton or something. Girardi felt genuine. He, he was impressive. He felt like a, a manager, like a leader, someone who's you know can command a room, command a clubhouse. And like we've said before, I mean, he walks in with some serious cachet. Like yeah. that clubhouse has to look at him and say, "All right, that dude won a World Series as a manager. He won three World Series as a player. He played in the bigs for fourteen years. He's managed two teams. Like that dude has a resume. That dude has at least something that when he speaks, I should listen. And not every player is like that. Whatever. But I think for the the leaders of the locker room, the Harpers, the Ramudos, I think Girardi's a perfect hire. I think so, too. Um, I, I just, uh, I think there's this common narrative or common thought place between a lot of Phillies fans, or a good amount of Phillies fans, that, like, a manager, whatever, doesn't mean that much. And I just I just think we're going to learn a lot this season that managers are still important. Mm-hmm. I think he's, I just... They're not going to go down to Miami and lose like they did this year, the nineteen to eleven game. Like yeah. I just don't think that'll happen. Like I, I think he's going to have these guys ready to play. I think they want to play for him. I think they're going to play hard. I There'll be accountability. There's going to be accountability. I just think that I, I, I think we're going to be surprised at how much a manager is going to affect this team. I, I don't think Gabe held back the Phillies, but I just think that the heightened level of of awareness almost is going to get more out of these guys. I 100% agree. It's not that Girardi's going to be that much of a better in-game manager than Gabe. No, we he both uses the numbers. He yeah, does the same thing. He does, and yes, he'll use his gut, and I think that it's important to have pushback on a front office that we don't trust the analytics and how they employ them. Oh, my God. I think have, just- we, have we done a podcast since, <laughs> since, like, no one talked about it, but they gave Gabe Kapler bad numbers. I know. And then they were like, I fire know. him. Get him out of here. And, like, Gabe was set up to fail. I like Gabe. I'm glad Joe Girardi's here, but like the BS of oh, we're gonna give this guy bad information. Make him. They made him use well, it. Well, that's the problem is they they controlled him. Like right. he was not. He didn't get to make his own decisions. They controlled him, and then they, and gave, they gave him bad, bad information. information. Well, that's Farhan Zahidi's not gonna that, do that. No, but the point is with Girardi. That's that's. I wanted someone here who could push back and say, "Why are you guys doing this this way? You know, this is stupid, or these numbers don't add up, or whatever, or hey." If you teach this this way, it, people will understand it better or whatever. Like someone who will push back and not just say, because Matt Clentak tells him, this is what you do. Like, no, no, no. I'm Joe Girardi. I got a little clout here too. I was hired by John Middleton. We all know that. So I think that's important to have there. So uh, I, I'm with you. But um, back to the, um, forgot what I was saying prior to the the back to the numbers part there <laughs> Brian Price the podcast right yeah the, the guy we haven't talked to <laughs> we'll get there the Joe Girardi press conference we'll get there yeah oh um I forget okay. anyway it's a, it's a I I had I had I talked to Joe Girardi um you to oh and you had him on the afternoon show yeah he came on the afternoon show I talked to him and I said we'll be back in 30 seconds that so was that's it. my uh, interaction with I Joe told Girardi. him to say hey you should have said I hope spot or you should have said hey you need a pitching coach you had your chance. I did. I did. I blew it with Joe Girardi. Um, next time I will be better. So anyway, back to now that I remember what I was going to say about Girardi. It was a nice little filler. Thank you. Um, I, the idea just that, like you said, the 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 
clubhouse leadership. I think that that's the. It's not that he's necessarily going to be that much better as an in-game manager as Kapler, but it's it's the other stuff. It's it's the managing the personalities. It's the setting accountability. It's the getting getting everyone ready to play every day. All that type of stuff. I think is going to be so much better with Girardi than it was with Kapler because what for all of his you know again good in-game manager, but the guys just didn't listen to him. The way he needed them to. Yeah, and I think it's going to help a lot from the standpoint of Bryce, uh, Bryce and and Real Muto both were leaders last year for mm-hmm. really the first time. Absolutely, and certainly for the first time, at least Real Muto on a good team. Yeah, right. So now Girardi, a, I shouldn't say good team on a potentially good team. They were an okay right. team, an average. Yes, team. he's going. Yes. Well, he's going from horrible, horrible bad to the point. Yeah. Just a better team, let's say. Um, but I think that those guys needed help, and I, I just. The cult, it's so hard to build a culture when guys are brought in from the outside. Like, like because the players there are going to be like, who are you? You're, yeah. You've been here for a minute. Like, that's that's what makes baseball different is and why you rarely see teams that are building an offseason figure it out. Mm-hmm. Like, the Yankees to an extent, but also when they brought in Burnett, Sabathia, Teixeira, I mean, I mean they always had the Jeter was already there. there. Yeah, like they had they had that there. What the Phillies tried yeah. to do this offseason was, let's bring in Real Muto, let's bring in Bryce Harper. I mean, they had a core group of guys who were always there. Rivera, Pettit, right. you know, Jeter, Posada, like, those guys were, the core, Bernie Williams for a while before that, too, obviously. Like, those were the guys who kind of kept it together, and then obviously Paul O'Neill and Tina Martin. They had a lot of guys who stayed for a long time, but I'm very with you. That that makes a difference. It ma- you need to have a leadership. Like again, you can't have guys just come in and be the leaders and expect everyone to just fall in line. Right. And Hoskins is 26. Aaron yeah, Nola is very quiet. And the other guy before getting hurt, who was one of those type yeah. of guys as well, and and yep. also coming in that offseason. Yep. I mean, that's hard to do. It's really hard to do. All right, Brian Price. Man, I'm excited. I really, I know. I'm really, really excited. So, like, for for those who don't know, Jack was not excited about the potential of Larry Rothschild. So, uh, and that looked like there was a. I, I I texted James. I said, James, yeah. we might need to do an emergency <laughs> podcast know. because they listen, and we cannot let them hire Larry yeah. Rothschild. And and it, I mean, to the point where he got asked about Larry Rothschild in his opening yeah. press conference, like people really thought this was going to happen. And I thought his answer was like, I thought. After reading his answer, I was like, well. It made me feel better, yeah. Gonna, really? I thought it was the opposite for oh, me. Oh, I see. I thought it was like, oh, I thought, I it, thought was... it was just a fluff, like, yeah, Larry's great. You know, I've, I've really worked well with him and all that, but we'll see what happens. No, nah, I thought a sign still delivered. Wow. So, so thank God it wasn't. So, to, so talk on price. So, well, first, let me just explain why I don't like Larry, Larry sure, Rothschild. Yeah. So, Larry Rothschild has been there forever, and he is a, a pure, like, slider guy, and he is very rigid in his beliefs. So, like, it, Sonny Gray goes there as a awesome curveball guy can't get the most out of him because he wants to throw a slider and not throw his best pitch James Paxton this year terrible in the first half talks to Carlos Beltran Beltran's like you should throw your knuckle curve more figures it out goes out and, and is dominant Luis Severino comes up in 2017 looks like the next Pedro Martinez mm-hmm. hasn't even come close to being partially packed. with injuries but agree but he's pitch tipping the Red Sox know mm-hmm. it Larry Rochelle didn't know it Chad Green also pitch tipping goes down to AAA. They figure out what happened there. He goes back up. Larry's not even close. Larry's, Larry's not even <laughs> Larry's sniffing. Just has no idea. Sniffing the issue. So I just think he's a dinosaur on the way out, and I'm very, very glad he's not here. Now, Brian Price. So when I first heard the name and I saw it coming out, I was like, I just I just I don't I didn't want this to be a super old school yeah. coaching staff. I want a little bit of innovation. Of course. I would like to see them think, think outside the box. Like the Yankees are, are going with a, a driveline pitching guy as their pitching coordinator. He's going to make the hire, but still, like that's a really smart guy making a decision for Absolutely. the Yankees. So sure. That's the Yankees. So I just didn't want to get caught up in the stone age of, of baseball. I was nervous about that. And I, initially, I was worried about that with Brian Price, but 
where I got to with Brian is I like that your first name now. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I like that he I like that he has managerial experience. Me too. I like that he's fiery. I like that a lot, by it's the way. 77 F bombs. In, in six, six minutes. minutes. It's impressive. I, That's a lot of F bombs. Dude, I, I love that intensity. I feel like this team needs some intensity sometimes. Well, so. I think the young pitchers need a kick in the ass. Oh yeah. Yeah, any you could think of yeah. in particular? Yeah, I mean, we're. I already. T- I tweeted out today. We're back. Are we back? Yeah. Hey. Break out Pavetta's back on, baby. Oh, they better not get rid of him. Anyway, um. So he's the he was the 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 pitching coach for the Mariners teams back from 01 to 06. Um. They got bad towards the end, but his first couple of years, like he was getting a lot of a lot out of Joel Pinheiro and, I, and uh, Jimmy yeah. Moyer. Um. Uh, and then I, he goes I to own some shares of Joel Pinheiro in fantasy over the years. Yeah. And then he went to the Do- uh, Diamondbacks and. Like that's where he got Dan Heron, turned him into what he was. Um, Brandon Webb obviously went on that nice little run out there. His yeah, last year, how Brandon Webb helped me win a fantasy title with that Cy Young year. Yeah. His last year, Scherzer came up. Um, he's in, and then obviously he goes to Cincinnati. And in his like the last two years there, because I I want to see what his you know when the game is kind of starting to trend towards analytics. I want to see what he was doing. Um, and in his last two years there, I mean, they were like fourth in the NL in, in ERA. They had the most strikeouts in the league, the third least amount of walks in the league. Right. So, like, the, he's focusing on good things, strikeouts, limiting walks. Um, and just from what I've heard, he's, he's a really good mechanical guy. And th- this team needs a mechanical guy. They need a guy that can teach mechanics because, like, I, I like this. we'll get into Robert Stock later. But, like, is name Robert Stock? I forget. Yeah, Robert yeah, Stock. Okay. I don't know why I'd, Completely blanks on my new. You've been talking my, about his the, the emergency bot all day. <laughs> um, I like, call him Bob Stock. Yeah, go ahead. Big shot, Bob Stock. Yeah. Um, like, like Chris Young, I think is a really smart guy, and I want to see him kept around in, in the organization. Not a good mechanics guy, so I just think uh, Price is going to get a lot out of that, and just the fact that just the fact that the Padres wanted him, he said no. The Diamondbacks wanted him, he said no, and he was in the run for the Red Sox job even with Hyam being there. I think that says something. Yeah, I, I, those are smart teams, well-run teams. And I think it's, I think it's interesting that, like, guys want to come coach with Joe Girardi, and that's what you get when you get a Joe Girardi. You get a guy that people want to come coach with. You want to build a staff with, and they are really building a good staff. Like they're they're, they're building a good staff. You have yeah. Brian Price, Rob Thompson already there. Not who, pitching staff. No, they're getting there. <laughs> we'll get um, there. Rob Thompson with Joe Girardi. Perfect, Matt. I mean, like, I, I love having guys who have a mind meld there. Like, that's an important thing to have your bench coach and your manager be on the same page. Yes. And, and, and know what, like, that he can check Girardi, know that he can kind of push back at times and all that. Like, he knows him well enough that that has to be that type of relationship. So I think that's, I think it's huge. Yeah. And you, you look at the Braves staff. I mean, the Braves have Snitaker, but they also have Ron Washington. Mm-hmm. They have a bunch of guys who have done it. Yeah. who have been there. So well, I love that with Price. That, as I said, I think hiring a former a guy who's managed before that, I just think that matters. Having that experience, understanding what the manager is going through on a day to day basis, and how you tailor what you what? do to help with that, and communicating. Yeah, and commu- absolutely like the pitching stuff. Like totally, if he's in the if he's in the manager's chair, he knew how frustrating it was when his pitching coach and him were not on the same page. Totally. So I think I think I think it's big, and then Bobby Dickerson, obviously. So it's a really experienced, interesting. Interesting staff. I think I think Dante Bichette's going to be the hitting coach. Ooh, um, breaking news there. Not breaking news, but I think he's going to be the hitting Little coach. Little birdie type of thing. If he wants to be it. So Ooh, I like that name. I mean, we. I don't think if I don't know if hitting brings, coach. If he brings the steroids, with <laughs> I don't know if hitting coach matters. Doesn't matter as but, much as. But I mean, I'll take a guy who hit well in the majors. Sure. Yeah, I mean, we, he, the most recent team he was the hitting coach for was the Rockies in 2013, and that team raked. But. They also played in Colorado, yeah. so it's hard to tell. Yeah, but like yeah. they had like they had like 
I looked through the lineup today. There's like seven guys batting in the 290s or higher. Which is pretty good. Which is interesting. I obviously have no idea about Dante yeah. Bichette, but I think he's going to be the hitting coach. Okay. I like that. Why not? And it does look like they're putting together a great staff. And to your points on Price, I, I think it's really good that, that smart teams wanted him. I, yeah. I think that matters. And the fact that he chose the Phillies, I do agree, is I think that's a clear indication. I mean, look, maybe the Phillies offered him more money. That's certainly possible. And hey, it would be really smart. Why not? You know, try and get him in any way you can. But I, I think the biggest, if I had to guess or infer what it is it's that he wanted to come work with Joe Girardi that Joe Girardi asked and he said yeah I'm gonna go work with that guy I mean Lavello, you're a great dude you know uh uh Jace Tingler I never heard of you but you <laughs> seem like a good guy I'm gonna go work with Joe Girardi yeah. I think that mattered well Joe Girardi has cachet yeah and I like that my manager has cachet me too I love it it's really cool yeah. like it's a cool feeling uh, that Joe Girardi is our guy yeah we got the guy part too we got the the new Joe G of Philadelphia yes, sports yes the only Joe G the only Joe G now it's just Joe Ilio <laughs> <laughs> that's good yeah. I enjoy that yeah. Um, so yeah I think we're both very very bullish on the price higher and uh, I'm excited. I think that also just having someone who has, after Chris Young, who, again, not just not a bad, not a good mechanics guy, but also someone who clearly just wasn't great at relating to and explaining things to pitchers. Like, he just clearly, that, that you heard enough things where he had a breakdown from trying to take what he knew and, and relay it to the pitcher in a, a way that worked, way that digestible, all that type of stuff. And Brian Price clearly has a long history doing that. Yeah, and this staff... Really liked working under Rick Kranitz the year before, and I think they just wanted another old schoolish guy that could, um, you know, kind of get through these guys. And and they and hurl they, some f bombs their way when they're not oh, doing things. Hurl right. a bunch of <laughs> I just, like, what are these guys going to think when they walk to spring training this year? They're going to walk in and be like, um, "Last time I was told, I didn't need an alarm clock." Uh, where's the Fortnite setup? We usually yeah. have like a station like in each room. What's uh- What's happening here? We gotta do PFPs today. Wait, are you saying we're like actually playing baseball? We have to do base <laughs> running drills. What are we twelve? Listen. Yes. Give me Bring all it, the fundamentals. Oh, I'm so ready. I'm so ready. I it want people fe- running laps when oh, they make an error. Yeah. I want all of it. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. I, I, it feels like we have. It feels like we have baseball back, and I know. I'm excited to see what feels it's gonna like be like. Jack and and it, it, it feels like we got some baseball guys. Yeah. I mean, I like baseball guys. Me too. Well, especially because I don't think we can say the same about the front office, but at least we've got baseball guys on the field level now. Yeah, which is fine. If, uh, if uh, you, uh, yeah, I'll if take you want to use. Uh, Obviously, the analytics and whatnot. I think they should be used in game in game managing. Mm-hmm. Um, use them to, to evaluate players, bring in some good players, and and whatnot. And yes, let them go from there. Sign Garrett Cole. Sign Garrett Cole. Sign Garrett Cole. I don't get the I don't get the Zach Wheeler thing. Like people are way too like, way too gung ho on like what Zach Wheeler is. Zach Wheeler is a perpetual disappointment. Yeah, he. I mean, he had that one good year. Yeah, he's talking like four one hundred for him. And I was like, well, just don't sign Garrett Cole. Just sign Wheeler and, like, Cole Hamels. It's like, that's not the, that's it's not not the same thing. thing. It's not the same thing. No. It's not the same thing. I think it's crazy. I'm cool if you want to bring back Cole Hamels. I, want, I actually want Cole back. I think I think that's a perfect kind of second-tier signing for them. Like, great. Yeah, perfectly fine. Yeah. If you want to bring back Cole Hamels, it's a good whatever. But, like, yeah, he's can, your we, starter can we just relax at the whole, oh, just bring in Wheeler and, and whatever. I didn't know the that only, was a thing, but yes, we can The only it. pitchers really worth investing this offseason are Strasburg. Strasburg. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's I, it. Why, why are, first off, I, I, don't, I just don't know what we're going to get from Zach Wheeler. And to give him 400 or five, 490 or I whatever. Thought, honestly, and I know he's, I'd rather give that money to Bumgarner. And I don't think Bumgarner is like, 
like great shakes for whatever, but I I could believe that Bumgarner could figure out how to adjust and become a really good pitcher into his mid thirties before I'm gonna bet a bunch of money on Wheeler putting it all together. I'd rather just sign neither. Right. I agree with you. I'm just saying in either or I, I'm with you. Sign Garrett Cole. Sign Garrett Cole. Or Strasburg. Or Strasburg. Either or gravy. Yeah. I'm good. All right. Uh Robert Sock. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm excited. I, tell, tell, first of all, tell people who he is. Okay, so Robert Sock. a fair amount of listeners who don't know. Was claimed off waivers today by the Phillies. <laughs> like, I love that you make it seem like Bob Stock is this this big, big deal. So I just I'm, want to make sure people knew who he was. Hey, James, guess what? What? I'm buying stock. <laughs> oh, no, you didn't. Oh, man. Unbelievable. You're not a dad. I'm a dad. Those are my <laughs> type of jokes. Right I there. don't know. I only do dad jokes. But... Um. So he's claimed off waivers, and their forty-man roster is pretty stacked. So like, it seemed like a numbers crunch, and and getting him is 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 interesting. So two years ago, he's unbelievable. He had like a two eighty RA and struck out a ton of guys. And I think this year in AAA, he struck out forty a forty-eight in twenty-six innings, um, which is just like, oh, I mean, <laughs> I mean, crazy numbers. This, but the the problem is this year the the walk skyrocketed, so he's only striking out like eight point nine per nine, and then he was walking six point eight per nine, hey which yo, is terrifying, great. terrifying. That's but a lot of walks. but here's the Robert Sock case: is that amazing? Two years ago, throws ninety eight to a hundred. Thank God, didn't know that was allowed. No, has yeah. a, Are you sure Matt Glendak allowed him to be signed? Has a hammer slider. He need, he was hurt last year, so and I think his mechanics suffered for him so he watched Robert Stock from two years ago which I did today and then you watch him from last year it's like a different pitcher like it's like he doesn't have the same for, uh, ferocity sure yeah um, ferocity. In, in, in his mechanics Good job by you there. also like his shoulders evened out from 2018 to 2019 so he didn't have the same kind of leverage he needs to get back to creating leverage with his upper half um, and I think I think a guy like Brian Price will be able to figure that out and I think they I legit think they got a diamond in the rough Wow. I think that. And what, so what's his ceiling with this team? I don't know, like a like a seventh, eighth inning guy? Yeah, that's what I'm asking. Like yeah. he could be a seventh, eighth inning guy for you. Listen, when you're a when you're throwing a hundred Can he be a multiple inning guy? Uh I don't think so. He wasn't he's pretty much been a uh one inning reliever. Yeah, for most of his career. Um but if you throw ninety eight hundred you could be a closer too. That's right. why well, I asked. Let's, not we're not there yet. <laughs> um ceiling. But yeah, so 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 in thirty two games last in twenty eighteen, he pitched to a two five ERA. Um and he, he only struck out eight point six per nine, but walked under three last year. Struck out twelve point five per nine, but walks walks six point eight. So like, to me, in watching his film, he is a reclamation project that has a ton of stuff. It was really good two years ago. Then experienced pitching coach like Brian Price should be able to get the most out of. Uh, look, I uh, bullpen pitching can be so. Weird, yeah, fickles year year. every year to year. So I, I love that idea. Go find someone who throws hard, who has shown they can do it, and and try and fix them. I, I think that's an awesome, awesome under the radar move. Obviously, I don't think they're oh, it's awesome. Make, it's like a, it's an interesting. I, well, I I like that those are the types of moves they're looking to make. That that's smart baseball. But again, obviously, he could also not work, and and that was that. But I, I like that those are attempting to make those types of moves. Obviously, they're not curing the problem. But speaking of the bullpen, real quick, can we uh, can we say a, a quick, never want to see you again, Pat Neshek? Never again! I'm so happy. I've never been more happy to see a team decline an option. Like, 
Peace, bro. Don't want anything to do with you ever again. Go do your weird baseball card stuff somewhere else. Don't need you. Um, Thanks for nothing. Um, nothing. I would. I honestly, I would have picked up the option just so I could have seen Girardi, Girardi's facial expression <laughs> when when Nishek said, "Yeah, I can't go today." <laughs> I mean, I think Brian Price would go on another. <laughs> I know that bum rant. Yeah, like Patty, you fucking kidding me? Like seriously, you just pit, like you just pitched three days ago. You can't come out and suck it up for anything. Oh inning? God, such a baby. I'm so happy to see him gone. I le- like legit happy not to root for that guy anymore. Next is Arietta. <laughs> yeah, thank God. We're uh, so close. Well, we will throw a party. We're gonna have a high hopes party somewhere, some bar. You can come if you want. You don't have to. We're going to go have beers when Jake Arrieta is no longer Philly. It's going to be awesome. Everyone in the city is going to have more money. Think about that. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Think about that. Everyone's a little richer oh, when Jake Arrieta is. beautiful thing, my friend. Oh, that $20 million were just uh, pissing down the drain. Wasted away. Oh. Like, just. Yeah. You set it on fire. Is that one of the, like, that's definitely one of the worst Contracts in recent, fo- and I mean, nominees. I mean, we're coming straight off the Howard contract. Yeah, well, yeah, the Howard contract, but at least with Howard, he was Ryan Howard. Yeah, for and here, like we didn't get any of the good Jake area. We just got the crap area. Yeah, we got sinker baller. We got dog crap area. Yeah, we got we got Derek. God, Lowe I hate that guy. <laughs> he had one start, one, and I know he was good in that Boston start, but only the the start get at home against Pittsburgh. Was the only time in the entire time he was the Philly, with with the Phillies that I watched him, and I was like, "Oh, that that's Jake Arrieta, like that's old school Arrieta." One time, Jack, uh, he was really good in that Boston start too. I don't well, want to like the Diamondback start that later in that year where in Gabe terms of where the ball the was just dancing and yeah, moving. Well, yeah, well, he had bone spurs. What that's a horrendous why. signing. Not horrible. What has Matt Clentag done? Even at the time, where Hi, by, yeah, let's by the way, high and blue, oh, just just. Kill us now. We're going to look back in a year and be like, oh, crap. <laughs> yeah, because Clentac will be gone in a year, and we're going to be like, oh, uh, if we had done this a year ago, we could I climb? Yeah. Well, I mean. <laughs> yeah, well, thank God for Joe Girardi. Oh, my goodness. I would be like, and I know we talked ourselves into Dusty or Buck. Like, screw that. Like, I would have been, when it got close to Girardi, if it had somehow fallen through, like, I, I legit would have been devastated that it wasn't Girardi. Like, thank God we got Girardi. Yeah. He has saved everything. <laughs> I know it's so ridiculous, but my whole positivity around the Phillies is because they got Joe Girardi. It's good. It's still a manager. Well, I know. That's my point. It's not like changing anything. They have to go out and get players. I get it. I'm All I can do is be happy about Girardi. Okay. You know what I mean? We're the High Hopes podcast, Jack. Yeah. Talking yourself into Girardi. No, I'm, I'm happy Girardi. I'm, I'm bum Kimes not here either. I'm, I am now. You made me. I was happy. And now I brought you down. Yeah, you really did. I didn't mean to. You really did. I didn't mean to. He was my baby. I know. He was my baby. I'm there'll actually another, related. I'm related to him. There'll be another smart young GM eventually. Maybe. Why don't they hire Eric Neander? They should pay him more money. Why not? How much are the Rays paying Eric Neander? Well, probably nothing. Um, That's my point. One year. All they do is wait one year. Although, unless they make the playoffs, and they'll probably keep playing. And then they'll keep playing. Ooh, okay, look at this. Another extension. One <laughs> McPhail. fail. They'll be here forever. <sighs> Joe Girardi. Honestly? Brian Price. You know what I... You know Robert what? Stock. Yeah. Well, Brian Barber. Let's, let's go. Let's talk about the important things. Does McPhail and Klensak, don't they just remind you of the, the two... Dumb and Dumber? No, yes, no, no. they do. No, they remind me of the freaking Game of Thrones writers. 
Was it? <laughs> Weiss and Benioff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. like deer in headlights. Yeah. yeah. Like given something so, so beautiful be easy. and amazing and just, just crushed it and crushed the souls of every fan of it. Yeah. That's a very good comp. <laughs> those, the, the, the way we talk about McPhail Klensack is the exact same way we talk it's about those. It's a great comp. The well thing. done. Same Weiss thing. and Benioff, Klensack and McPhail. Same thing. Same thing. <laughs> yeah. Good work. It's a shame. It's one of the better things you've done. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> All right, you got any final thoughts or anything? Um, yeah, I forget what I wrote down. Well, that's why you wrote it down, Jack. That's why I put it in the notes. Um, the note bag. Oh, uh, big news. Ooh, my I finally, finally, my password change happened here at work. So my password used to be it. And this was right during the heart of the run. It was Penvetta. 43 oh. and and I wasn't able to change it as September was happening and he was pitching horribly and it was all so t- you've had to apart. type this in for- every single day <laughs> since what a, since, what a f you right in your face right, every day every single day since the White Sox series <laughs> when he was Penn Vetter. yeah when you had that so you said top ten reliever in the sport. That wasn't ever. Right? No. But now Brian Price is back. <laughs> mm, I cannot wait to see what Pavetta does. Honestly. Me too. Um, and so my password has now changed, and I no longer have to type in Penvetta every day. I'm very happy. And I am semi taking responsibility for his second half actions. Also, wow, you never take responsibility for anything. Well, this is what I have to do now because <laughs> it's my fault that the that the Nationals won the World Series because it was me while maybe drinking. Down in Washington, <laughs> down in Washington, chanting "We got Harper," mocking all the not- Nationals fans. Yeah, that didn't. And age then now well. he won the World Series. They won the World Series didn't without age him. Well. So I just feel bad. You know, I feel bad for Bryce. I feel bad for Pavetta. Um, my new password may be in relation to our new manager. <laughs> oh, and better be. So, sorry, Girardi, for the bad first season. No, he'll coming. be fine. He's peased. Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Impervious. You can't hurt him, Jack. He's too special. He's that special? Yeah. Also he's president impervious. president of his frat as a freshman. Leader of men. The Joe leader Girardi. of men. Deep down, you think Harper was happier sad. I know he said he's happier Nats fans on that. And I, I, my initial, you know, I know he's he's a he's a really he's a family guy. He's a clearly a good guy. I originally thought, oh, you know what? He seems like the kind of guy who truly would be happy for his teammates and his buddies and all that. But the more I think about it, like deep down in the the, the cockles of his soul. There is no way he's happy about this. There's no way. <laughs> no way. He's a competitor. Like There's no way. It kills him. There's no it way. is killing him. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. I agree. I I, I agree. would love to believe. Bryce. I agree. I feel the same way. There's no freaking no way. No way. And 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 I, I don't blame him. I know that if I were in that situation, no matter what I tell myself, it would kill me. Oh, I'd be sending I would be on Twitter just tweeting at people every me. day. But hopefully, Bryce, use it as fuel, buddy. Like take this, take that feeling and Say I'm never feeling that again because we're going to win the World Series every year, so I don't have to. How about that? Or the more depressing thought: Are we going to win the World Series when Bryce Harper's contract's up? <laughs> oh no! Stop. The year after? The true Ewing theory. We got twelve years. No. <laughs> twelve more years. That is a terrible, terrible thought. Yeah. Well, the, the worst part would be like if Bryce was unbelievable this whole time, and then the year after he leaves, they win the World Series, <laughs> oh, and then he's just sitting there like, "Are you guys kidding uh, me?" We have to wait. 12 years to win a World Series. We have to wait 12 years to make the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> well, this ended on a down note. <laughs> we were doing so good there. Once there was a silly old ant. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Yeah, it was good. <laughs> All right. Well, Joe Girardi. Joe Girardi. Well, and now free agency starts soon, right? Derek Cole. Anthony Rendon, Joe Girardi. I can't wait for the. I'm all back. I in. can't wait for the free agency. I'm all back stuff. in. I know. Every single I, day, just I, scrolling I'm through Twitter. I'm so 20, excited 20. for it, but I'm also so not excited for it to wait like till February for people to sign again. And wait stuff. until Nightingale drops the <laughs> drops the. Uh, 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 Garrett, Garrett Cole, Cole is a hundred percent possibility to go to the Phillies, and then three months later, Garrett Cole could go anywhere. I don't. I don't know. The Phillies aren't the leader anymore. Yeah. And then John Heyman, he signs with the Phillies. Yeah. I, all right. Here's my final thought. And I will leave us with this: An, a hope, a, a ray of hope, mm. a thought of positivity. We talk about Middleton and the fact that we do believe he truly does want to win, and that he will spend money. But so does Dan Snyder, which is and hopeful. So I know, Marino. I know. But here's: I do think that there is, and we've talked about, it, but I think the single best thing that John Middleton has done was become friends with Scott Boris. Yes, like that could have real, true repercussions for this team. That really could make a real. That's the most powerful man in baseball potentially. Yeah. Good job, buddy up, get us some guys. Welcome to Boris Adelphia. <laughs> I'm so in. I am so down to be a minion of the Scott yes. Boris Corporation. Yeah, Boris Adelphia and in. and Garrett Cole wearing the hat. <laughs> in uh, that was awesome. That was bad. That was baller right there. It's yeah. awesome. Get your money, Garrett. I didn't expect it from Garrett Cole. Me either. But but. Would he have done it if they pitched him in that game? I don't know. Maybe he was so mad that he yeah. didn't have, like, I would be. Like, he was ready to pitch. He's a competitor. Like, he had a chance to win the World Series. I'd be pissed, too. Yeah. So, I would have just taken the ball. Shout out to future. You would have. Yeah. Shout out to future Philly Garrett Cole. Yeah. And welcome welcome to Boris Adelphia. <laughs> He's Fred from Seltzer. We'll talk to you next week.